Oh, do we know what episode number this is? Do we have any clue? You know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> this is Beers with Talos, episode number 142. This is Beers with Talos. Threats, beers, and most of this. Welcome or welcome back. This is Beers with Talos. And today is November 16th, 2023. I am joined for some period of time by Matt Only, who is doing the crazy three minutes. And we also have Azim with us here today. I'll give you more than three minutes. He's good people. <laughs> so we were we were gonna do just a regular Beers with Talos episode today. Uh, Lorene is, it was not able to join us. So, uh, Matt has decided we are doing Talos speed dating. <laughs> so he is randomly going around the office and just sending people into We're at, for everybody listening. We are actually in Matt's office right now yep. recording. Uh, but he is now running around the office, sending us folks. And we have our first three contestants on <laughs> Talos speed dating. It's not the most ideal date setting, but it could be. I mean, Matt's office is pretty romantic. I mean, this is, there's a lot of windows in here for an office. Yeah. Good lighting. So uh, let's start. We have we have we have we have Jacob, Neil, and Caitlin. Let's go left to right. Jacob, why don't you uh, start our little Talos speed date by by telling us what you do here and what you find interesting? All right. Yeah. Hi everyone. I'm Jacob. I am a strategic intelligence analyst. So I look at the cyber threat landscape from a very high level view and see how changes in that threat landscape impact Cisco's customers. What do I find interesting? I think uh, I've been exposed to just a multitude of new threats that I've never seen before or heard of. That's very cool. That really could have gone either way as soon as I've been exposed to. I was like, at this, this, yeah, I'm legitimately be anything. I'm intrigued. Uh, Caitlin, you're next closest to a mic. I'm Caitlin. Hello. Hi, Caitlin. (laughs) So, Caitlin, what do you do here and what is, uh, what do you find interesting? I am the head of strategic intelligence operations. I I heard the cats, as Sammy would say, who just walked in. Um, I kind of try to make organization out of the chaos of running uh, and helping to run a intelligence team. Like we are dealing with fires dealing every with day. Like when you say hurting cats, I don't I don't know if that does that justice. Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Hurting jellyfish. Hurting jellyfish. Yeah, that's probably yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and and so, what do you find interesting? Like, what do you what do you like about every here? day? Every day is different. Every day is fun. We have a great, great group of people here. So like, it's it's easy in that sense. Um, the 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 threat side is is what's challenging. I would say like working with the people here is is that's the easy part. Definitely makes it more bearable. Yeah. Like that's for sure. I, yeah. I've heard Caitlin described as part of the uh, shadow government of threat intelligence of Talos. The, 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 wait, the shadow, the govern- shadow government threat yeah. intelligence of Talos. You're part of it. It's definitely more than one yeah. person in yeah. it, but they're the people that makes things go. I would say, too, it's been fun to see. So I've been here a little over a year and a half. It's been fun to see how much change has happened just since, I mean, I, I'm, me only being here, again, a little over a year and a half, but we've adopted a totally new analytic tool that Neil can speak to when he gets his turn on the on the mic. Um, we've built a, with Jacob actually, so it's great that you're here. Um, we've built a knowledge database of threats. What else have we done? since I've been here. We had Hunter Hoedown. That was more Ashley. I tried to do a, a little maneuver that Neil did uh, on the skiing a thing. A maneuver. Oh. No, not maneuver. Maneuver. <laughs> and uh, I learned I'm not as athletic as Neil. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Also learned that private skiing takes like practice and like experience that, you know, you were rowing a boat and yep. he was like flying down mountains. That's different. It's different than water. I learned it the hard way by sitting the rest of the trip. All right, Neil, why don't you step up and, and tell us you are what you do here now that we've talked about you for the last Yeah, minutes. yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Neil Jenkins. I do operational collaboration and partnerships, and I also um, help a lot with process and procedures and 
policies and also herding cats. I'm Kayla's deputy undersecretary in her shadow government. Um, the undersecretary of the shadow government of threat intelligence of Talos. Exactly. It's a, it's a hell of a business card right there. Like that's I am used to having long titles in, from government time, so this this matches up with that. So so what have you learned now? So you came over to us, like I, I worked with you in your previous role, and then you, now you're over here in Talos. Uh, as somebody who worked with Talos for you know a certain period of time, a long period of time, and now is part of Talos, uh, what's something that you were like, oh crap, that it, like either A, that's exactly <laughs> how I thought it was going to be, right, or this right, is right. nowhere near how I thought it was going to be. So I knew it was going to be fun. I knew it was going to be weird and i knew it was going to be different from day to day (laughs) and all of those things have been right and it's been like but what i've really um what i really picked up is just how good the people are both at their jobs technically but how uh kind everyone is how um thoughtful everyone is it's a really really great work environment it's a wonderful team that the folks here have built and um just happy to be a part of it. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been here for quite some time. And <laughs> well, I, I, I think I that's a good sign. So be... many of you all have been here for so long that it's just a wonderful like. And like, other than the hazing when we first got here, it's been you know most of the bruises are gone. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so wait, Jacob, how long have you been here? Just as long as Caitlin too, out of your house. I say it was about the same time, wasn't it, that you came in? So, uh, are you still like an abductee or have you like made the transition to abductor? Like still abductee. (laughs) So I'm still, still an abductee. (laughs) Uh, so, um, your job, like you, you're doing mainly analyst work and what, what areas are you kind of working in the most right now? Right now I'm looking at a lot of criminal groups. Um, a lot of, it's called the ransomware as a service. So these guys who can just go on the dark web and pay to have a ransomware attack uh, conducted against the target. We're seeing a lot of it in the news right now. Oh, these five people I hate. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> like, I have an email address. Is that good enough? Right. It's, a, it's a business. I'll tell you that. But yeah, a lot of criminal stuff. I, I did see something this morning. Uh, it was one of, which group was it? I'm going to have to Google this in a second. Uh, one of the, the ransomware as a service uh, operators that we've followed I saw this morning was turned a hospital into the SEC for not reporting the breach that they actually like, so they like, they didn't pay the extortion. So they're like, oh, we're going to call the SEC that and tell you didn't report your breach. I thought that was the lowest of low. Like, I mean, I don't even know what that qualifies. Is that like, okay. like quadru- are we up to quadruple extortion now? Being a ransomware operator is one thing, but being a narc, yeah, that's yeah. Like completely different. That is the lowest level of ransomware. You're a ransomware operator and a snitch. Yeah, like, you know what's funny is somebody on Twitter uh, submitted a report on them on the to the Russian government uh, on the, uh, on the, the it's a tat, yeah on Alpha wow. ransomware. It was it was Alpha. It was Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's so that's we, rough. Two can play this game, I guess. Yeah. Yep. So we do have another. We do have another uh, Talosian who has come in. So, hello, uh, hello Cree. I've been you? practicing my radio voice. Oh, that is very good. One's a good one. And hello, hello. So, Cree, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do here, and uh, what you enjoy about your job and or well, no, no pressure, Cree. No pressure. Uh, well, I am. Tell me how much you love working here. I deeply love both my work and my boss. And my team, which is me. <laughs> I am the team. <laughs> We're a good team. Uh, and and Sammy is her boss. Just Talos, yeah. which is as the fashion icon. Yeah, the fashion I am icon. the fashion icon the of fashion. The fashion icon. I mean, that makes sense. Like, that is a that is a pretty dope. Is that a blazer, I would assume? You used to call it a blazer? It's wool. It's real wool. Yeah. Uh, it's warm. It's beautiful. It's, a, you know, almost full-length sleeve. Uh and my most prized um, project that I spearheaded within Talos, which is fash- uh, Fancy Fridays. Fancy Fridays. Mm-hmm. Which has fallen along the wayside thanks to the pandemic. But for a while there, I had quite a few of us putting on fancy clothes yeah, on Fridays. Dressed up Fridays instead of, well, I mean, that, that makes sense because I mean, every day. Our yeah. choir is exceptionally casual. casual. Yeah. And on Fancy Fridays, there were sometimes themes. 
Heck yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, occasionally, occasionally, occasional. Theme. If I could, if I could get people to participate in the themes, that's that's stretch goals there. But we did. We had um, we had a Pokemon day. Mm-hmm. Closet cosplay Pokemon. Also closet p- cosplay. Uh, your favorite Dungeons and Dragons class. That was fun. That was a good one. We did like a, just a color theme day. We did a, mm-hmm. your favorite book. Favorite uh, Disney character day. Costume day, yeah. Favorite <laughs> Disney character. At the very least, Adrian will always show up in suspenders and make us look good. Yeah. And that's really yeah. important. Yeah. Adrian has suspenders with the tie. And Adrian's a big dude. So you can see those are, that's a lot of suspender on a dude that's that tall. Like you can see those come because you always wear the bright white ones. Like I'm, yeah. every time you like black shirt, white. Everybody suspenders. needs the big metalhead teddy bear in the office who absolutely. will absolutely dapper it up. Yeah, I mean a fancy bear, fancy bear. He's mm-hmm. See what you did there, buddy. That was good. Nice. Uh, you know, working here like changed or kind of, uh, you know, how's it impacted your life other than shitty work life balance? Uh, the work life balance is much better, uh, frankly. Damn. Since working from home, I gotta say, <laughs> I can at least do my laundry in between tasks. Yeah, um, working for Talos is great. I love working amongst a whole bunch of nerds. Everybody has a kind of very niche interest, and niche we nerdy. can talk about it. Yeah, I never, I never have to do uh, boring small talk. I can always be like, "What is the strange shit you're into? Let's talk about that." Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And like, I mean, you can say that and ask that question in all honesty here. And like, and get a straight get answer. Yeah. yeah. You What's immediately get like, I'm really like, into this very specific type of bass guitar and I build my own or, you know, you yeah. get something from somebody and it's always really cool. There's no way that you could prove that that was an actual conversation that she had. hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Hello, just Hazel jumping in here, talking to the listeners. Um, There was a little bit of audio that was unfortunately unsalvageable here. So uh, the next section might seem a little odd without uh, some context. So here's the context. Um, The team were talking about Cree's role and what she does in terms of asking brilliant questions to our technical teams to and then and then takes that information and translates it so that everybody can understand. So, yes, that's the context. And now here's Matt to talk a little bit more about that you're you've talked to today and you will continue to talk to where you some more folks an incredible bevy of talent in terms of all different kinds of things but one of the things i've learned being a manager for 10 15 years now here is when you have peak talent you also have like other things that you wish that talent could do right and one of the things that we get a lot is like this super highly technical analysis really digging into the to the weeds kind of pulling not just on the evidence in, in front of them, but also their history in the security industry to kind of pull through their sense of what's happening, even if there's not concrete things in front of them. And one of the things that's important is to have someone who speaks human to then translate that into a consumable piece. So that's so important that there's like six people who do that on my team. And then we have a whole other specialized team for all the rest of Talos, which is on, to manage that. And so it's incredibly important not to presume you're always talking technical to technical, particularly when you're working with top technical talent, because sometimes you're going to have conversations. In my team, listening to two technical people is, is conversations I can't follow because I'm not a specialist in that specific area. Yeah. And so having someone taking that and not dumbing it down, but bringing that communications level to a place where all the critical information is conveyed in something that's more accessible, super important. It's and, not a. It's not an intelligence level or a bringing it down level. It is a okay. Wh- which points do all of these people understand? Like everybody understands atoms. Let's bring it to an atom level. Atoms, like if we're talking to aliens, you know, which things uh, are mutual amongst all of us, and then we start there. And where does this branch off in our understanding so that this whatever we have is now understandable to people who speak multiple types of technical language? It's a thing of perspective too, right? I mean, when you are someone like on Matt's team, an analyst that is constantly dealing with threats, like you see the world, all you see is threats when you look at the world. Everything is that's everything's yep. a threat. Like, mm-hmm. cool, here's a vector, here's some IOCs, and also the world's a dangerous place and everything's trying to kill you. Uh, you know, the internet will be the death of us all. Just one, you know, but like when you're, uh, so if you're not, if you don't have that threat perspective, content that is created or technically proficient, like along those lines, kind of misses the mark 
your job, uh, you know, to your job uh, in the education side, Sammy, like my team's job is to like take that threat specific and like threat focused things mm -hmm. and make that something that is applicable to like actually understandable to somebody who doesn't know why lack of DMARC is going to be like the absolute, like the thing that crushes them and then empties their bank account at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They don't get that. So you have to figure out a way to do that. And that's why I think this, your team, my team, like that's, that's what we do. And you can't, cause not everybody will speak that technical shit. And if like, he's not understanding his team, there's no chance anybody else is either. So I'd like to say that I came by speaking human honestly as well. Um, I am in fact a fashion robot and oh. had to speak uh, human as a second language. The fashion robot that explains things to humans. Mm -hmm. This has been Gallo super secret project that yeah. we've been working on for. A part of the really shadow really government one? I just power got down and go into the closet every night. The and then bust back out of it every morning. So it's like the ultimate, like Bender. Movie? What was that movie? Like, you go to work and like your mind, their minds blank out. And then like, so. <gasps> oh, oh, I just saw that for the first time. Yeah, it's like your work life and your own life are completely unknown. Yep, it's called Severance and it's f***ing brilliant. Oh, I can't remember, but it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You're thinking of Title Regal. Oh, oh, never mind. I see we have, we have. I think uh, I'm being replaced. Couple. Wendy, Wendy switch now. All right. Thank you, Cree. What? What am I doing? I don't know. You're just standing. I'm not being kicked out. That's why I'm still here. We're we're preventing dead air, which is like the la the worst thing you could do. Yeah. John, what do you do here? And uh, you know, who are you? What do you do? And and what do you love, hate, or just otherwise feel compelled to mention about Talos? Oh well, uh, I am the editor and content manager for Talos. I host Talos Takes, which is our which is our other podcast that you may or may not have heard of, uh, but I'm particularly partial to that one. It's also less than 10 minutes, so way shorter than this one. I basically oversee everything that has to do with the Talos blog, so if you've ever read a Talos blog post, chances are I've put my fingers on that at some point in some way or another, uh, and I basically uh, came here originally as a copy editor, uh, and now I do like 8 million other things since then. John will take all of your Oxford commas away. Yeah, so you know. And now, along with Madison, we, uh, I do all of our social media channels, uh, do some writing here and there. Oh, and the and I'd be remiss to not plug my newsletter too. Newsletter, yeah. Every Thursday at at two p.m., you can get that in your inbox. And how do people subscribe to that? Uh, go to talusintelligence.com. All right, Wendy. Yeah, uh, I'm Wendy Bishop, and I lead uh, all creative and brand related problems here at Talos, and there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah I put out a lot of stuff yeah so anything that is visual which is like you know most things um has some kind of way that it needs to look and uh me and the rest of my team we dictate that uh we do a lot of fun artwork and a lot of like not fun not artwork uh <laughs> so I, basically any um Anything besides our UI UX design, which is handled by the lovely Melissa and team, we uh, design and take care of. Fantastic. And it is an absolute crap ton of content. So like everything on across the web, our newsletters, our all our blog posts, everything you see that is printed, PowerPoints. The PowerPoint. snorty calendar. Snort calendars. Yes, uh, that's a fun one. All right. So what is your, uh, Wendy, your like favorite part? Wait, what? what You've been here for what five years, seven years? How long? Um, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. So you've been here a long time too. Good handful of years, yeah. And like this place has changed significantly. Yeah. In the time that you've been here. Yeah. Um, like in that journey, like what are some of your favorite things? Like some of the things you picked up. Journey. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so there's like I would say that there's one thing that remains constant, which is just like our Talos culture. We have a very like no bullshit come in get your work done have a good time afterward um culture i mean the pandemic certainly like made that a little more challenging with work from home because you know we lost a lot there but i think we gained a lot too in the way that we work and like you know mitch you being in uh florida used to feel a lot further in you know 2019 than it does in 2023 and not just because you're here in person right now uh, but yeah, I, I just love the, the culture and the vibes and the people here. Um, 
my interview with Matt only when he was like, what do you want and where you work? And I had been kind of burnt out in a lackluster environment. Shout out to my previous employer. Hope they don't hear this. Um, I more bosses have long left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I told him I just wanted to work somewhere where people were excited to be doing what they were doing because, you know, um, workplace culture can just wear you down sometimes and you come in and you you phone it in and you get your paycheck and you leave and I don't ever feel like that's what people here are doing and not in a like not in a way where we're like just grinding it out of you you know but more of like a like people here care about it um and uh as uh Cree kind of said like everybody here kind of has their own like unique uh both inside and outside of work niche expertise and we're all like bringing that to the table to make this thing run i I would say like what's changed in the like almost eight years that i've been here is that like an appreciation and understanding for what i'm doing and contributing every day has grown tremendously tremendously like people used to just be like can you draw me something cool that's what you do and now I think they really understand, like, I'm not here to, like, draw something cool, although that is part of it. But, like, I'm here to have be, like, the visual face of this brand and how we go out into yeah. the market and to other businesses. And internally at Cisco um, with our other teams we work with and um, really make us look as good as our research is, you know? You guys do an excellent job uh, of you. it. They, they tell the Talos story in their own unique way. In a very positive way, I think. We try. Yeah. Okay. Really fun working with you guys. Thank it you. Absolutely is. Oh, we're working. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. We're, we're moving on to our next round of, of, of Telosians to speed date. They're being directed in. Hey, come on in. All right. What's up? Oh, we have three now. So now we're 11. Okay. So let's start over here and let's just go names and what you do here. And quickly, like, uh, you know, something that's, like, outstanding to you of working here. Like, are your job or... And your favorite story about Azim. (laughs) Yeah, story with you. For real? Yes, Uh, story on your side. You're right right by the mic. Uh, My name is Lasso Daniels. I worked with Talos for about seven years, and this is the best place I've ever been. What do you do? What exactly is your role here? My role is a technical system engineer, lately leader. Uh, Woo! I press buttons and make things to happen. Usually, I'm logged in to some Linux or FreeBSD servers, and I'm making sure things work as smoothly as possible. Which is kind of vital for the things that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, keep going. I'm Prashant, Prashant Bandalapati, manager for Talos Operations here. He fixes all broke shit. And we break yeah. a lot of it. And I manage a great team. So I have a group of full people who are committed to make lights up and running for Talos. And I'm glad to be in Talos. I think it's amazing, too. Absolutely. So, and Prasad, how long have you been here? I've been here for almost four and a half years. I say, you've been here for a minute. You've been here for a while. Yeah, seven, yeah. And then, so there's 11 years. And then here, come on, bring it in. Bring it in. Keep it going. Hey, uh, my name is uh, Ilya Bergman, and I've been here for six and a half. half. What do you do, Ilya? I'm a security architect. I protect Talos Intelligence, uh, specifically their IP and all the systems that, you know, hold that IP. Yeah. When Azim, when Azim accidentally downloads uh, malware onto his VM, accidentally. Ilya makes sure that doesn't infect the entire network. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is that how that goes? In the time that you guys have been here uh, at Talos, like you've seen a lot of changes. It feels like we have like big changes that come almost annually. Uh, but like seven years, five years, uh, what are some of the changes you guys seen? Like the, the growth from, you know, that, that 150 ish people we were, you know, six years ago, seven years ago to now well over 500 folks in Talos. Like where's, I know for operations, like that's definitely, (laughs) there's a directly proportional like thing that, like what are some of those changes? Like how, how has it changed to be here in, in over that period of time for you? Like you're definitely seeing a lot of, uh, growth in Talos, a lot of groups coming into Talos. But one thing I liked about Talos is culture never changed. Our top leadership made sure our Talos culture remained the same, even though we have a lot of people. And we could all speak to any leadership teams in here, any leadership personnel, and Matt's door is always open. And same as every director and every leader. 
and everybody can talk to each other and, and they speak cool, yeah. great. Like even as a has grown, that has been yeah. cool to see. Yeah. For me, what was a shock is that I started to work at, uh, at Talos Cisco. The quality of the environment was so much better than anything else I've seen before. The servers, the routers, the networking, the AD, everything. That's just amazing. And since I was working with computers, since I was working, this was something, this was, it was like having like, oh my God, oh, this is so cool. You guys have all the good stuff. <laughs> so, and being part of contributing to this is just amazing. And now that I'm here, I can see things that we can improve. And I'm just glad whenever I just added, you know, added the extra dot at the end of the code and that made the code not crash anymore. It's like, yeah, cool, awesome. We added a little better. On the other hand, it's amazing seeing how we're growing. That means that the work we are doing has a high demand. And and then also the goal, final goal of Talos is to kick the bad guys in the butt and mm -hmm. and to contribute to something good to make this world a little bit better place day by day. That's just awesome. Yeah, I think like I've known every single person we've talked to almost has had that. Like it's like it's about mission, right? Like there's a right. wholly this group of completely different people, right? But to the person, like it's about people who give a shit about the mission and what their the mission doing, is so big. Good at. The mission is so big, and there's so much to do. Yeah, and it's like everybody has something to do, and that's serious about it. Yeah, it's really fun. So how about you, Elia? Like, and in, in the time that you've been here, like, what have you kind of seen like change in Talos in the threat landscape like what has that evolution looked like over that time sure um I'm going to do a two-parter here uh, if you don't mind really? um so what changed is as Leslie said right we're growing exponentially uh the mission keeps expanding we get new teams in so for example we weren't doing IR now we're doing IR we do a lot of um new uh, we have new, a lot of new capabilities in Talos that we haven't had before so um these people are bring different skill sets and uh, you know basically make um, Telos be a more of a global player in the security landscape. Having said that, um, the the stability of Telos is what really keeps me here. Not necessarily the growth, but the stability. So what I mean by that, uh, during the the time I've been here, um, I've had uh, the world has had two major uh, conflicts. Um, I had some personal deaths in the family, like my grandmother died, and uh, Talos has always been there supporting me. Whether it was an emergency time off that I needed to go fly, uh, take care um, of the family, or to you know uh, contribute to um, Ukrainian team that uh, that is working in Talos, or uh, looking at what uh, Talos is doing for teams in Israel, Cisco teams in Israel, and uh, like-minded uh, people. And uh, to me, that's what keeps me here. Even though the Talos mission has grown, as Azim said, um, it's also um, very important to remember that there's a solid ground that stands in that um, mission. Oh, that was pretty damn well said. Really wraps it up. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for what you do. All right. So let's, yeah, come on in. Like, we can put three people on. Share a mic. It'll be great. Uh, so the way we're doing this, uh, Talos speed dating is, is what it is. So, like, we're going we're gonna to name... Uh, what you do here and thing you enjoy about Talos, about your job, about like the industry threat landscape, whatever exactly is. And we'll go this way. Yeah, by the way, lovely shirt. It's a, He's wearing a Cisco security Patagonia for those that are listening. Okay, Rich Snyder, uh, in, what were the questions? I'm here. Yeah, just eight what, years. Yeah, eight, wow. Uh, uh, what years are new is our longest one so far, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah like just right after uh, the IPO or whatever. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah, oh, no, not IPO. The acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. The acquisition. Uh, what do I like about this? Uh, every day is a challenge. Something new. What do I hate about it? Every day is a challenge. Something new. <laughs> and what is, what is it that you do here at Talos Rich? Uh, mostly just handle the feed systems and you know basically put the stuff on the shelf for later use. There we go. Keep going. Uh, um, my name is Naveen Aliti. Um so I work uh, as a kind of software engineer kind of so um, I work on like automating stuff malware analysis uh, automating malware analysis uh, dealing with bunch of uh, web services and keeping them up uh, which feed intelligence data and also assist in like doing an automation of analysis malware analysis um, so um, 
um i've it's been like almost five years close to five years that i'm here um so um i like being in talos um because um i see a different environment coming from different companies um i see a friendly environment in the office so that's why i'm coming twice a week almost i trying to come at twice a week so i like the atmosphere i like the people here um so everyone is very friendly um they can they don't kind of restrict you from like knowing anything so everyone shares whatever they're working on so if you're interested uh, they'll help you more learn more um so that what uh, that's what i like a lot here um that's good yeah Go ahead. Sure. My name is Alex Paulson. I've been working here for seven years, and um, I'm a data engineer. Uh, so what I like working at Talos is I have a lot of opportunities um, to do the kinds of things that I want to do, to learn the things that I want to learn, and to stop doing things that I'm failing at and start doing things that I'm succeeding at and just sort of pivot as much as I can. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom, but that also is very role specific and some of that's luck and some of that's effort. I mean, it's there's there's not really any silver bullets with any kind of job, but um, I just got lucky with where I got placed and what I was interested in at the time and having the need for that. So eight years, five years, seven years, uh, so like 20 years between you three uh, here in Talos. Uh, things have obviously changed like quite a bit in the time that you guys have been here. Like, so even five years ago, we were probably not even barely at 200 people yet. Uh, you know, being now, like we were just talking about this with the last group, being now over like just over 500. Well, obviously the volume of things changes. Like when you have, you know, when you increase headcount that much. Um, but one thing a lot of people mentioned, and I feel the same with the time that I've been here, like somehow it culturally hasn't changed like that much. Like there's still a great culture. Okay. Maybe we've grown up and calmed down a little bit, but other than <laughs> when we moved to the new building, we have not blown anything up in some time, like as a group it's on been, record. Yeah. Yeah. On we, record. We have not officially exploded yeah. anything in this office building in a couple years. Yeah. And this, that's what I didn't really see since I joined is like the, the crazy things that people used to do or like call <laughs> All the people used to do in the old office, like firing up some stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, the, the old office. Yeah. Did you have a chance to see, see it? Oh yeah. It yeah. looked like a war zone. Oh yeah. I've yeah. seen a war zone. It looked just like it. <laughs> We're approaching six hundred people, so of course you're going to have like fragments and clicks and subcultures yeah. and stuff like that. But we do still have the monoculture, like the startup culture that came with Sourcefire. Yeah. So yeah, there's layers to it, absolutely. But yeah, you know, it's. You're right and you're wrong. I'll say, I'll, I will take it. And like, I think it's part of any growing, breathing organization. Right. But just the, the amount that we've been able to hang on to a lot of that, I think, is impressive. And a lot of people have mentioned that. So, I think we have our next group of we uh, do. daters. We do. And our, our, our speed dating uh, <laughs> is getting the next group in here. So thank you guys. Thank you. And let's go ahead and bring the next the next crew in. Appreciate it. Bring it in, boys. So we have one, two, oh, all three from my team. So we have we have three more and three of our actually three of these are the three longest term people uh, probably the combined uh, experience of a thousand years. It is. It is. There's almost a millennia of experience in Cisco standing right in front of us right now. Uh, so boys, why don't you tell us who you are, uh, what you do here, and just then off the rip, whether it's about your job, about Talos, or about the threat landscape in general, or what you're working on right now. Uh, we'll start over here on on this side. Right, well, my name's uh, Marty Lee. I think my official title is I'm a mere lead for uh, Talos Strategic Planning and Communications. Essentially, I represent Talos in Europe, Middle East, and Africa, um, which means that I spend a lot of time thinking about the threat landscape, following what we're doing, seeing what the bad guys are up to, keeping up to speed with what Talos does and then explaining that to customers um, and partners and government, private sector, everything um, in the region. Yeah, I'm William Largent. I am basically in a very similar role to Martin, but I'm here in the States, and Joe and I kind of split the entire nation, not in half, just we mix and match as we do um, and do basically the same type of focus. What up, fam? My name's Joe Marshall. 
Uh, I work on this team with these superlative human beings, also Mitch. I, I uh, am here to do really two things, and that is to assist our account teams to be awesome uh, with our research at Threat Talos and just be a gorgeous son of a bitch, you know, <laughs> to, to have to have this amazing face sweater on my body and people will just look at me and they'll see the Talos Threat Research credentials yeah. and, and they'll just catch the vapors. Yeah. Like they yeah. get lightheaded. It, it's happened at least a few times, yeah. right? Joe's what we call Waffle House hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was wonderful. Always there for you. But I want to say yeah. how many people will be disappointed when you said you had two things and it's not kick-ass and chew bubble gum. Oh. Yeah. But. But he's not wrong about the, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm like a Waffle House 5, but like a, like a, like an IHOP 3. You know what whoa, I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Go down to go to, I thought you'd be like, if you're a Waffle House 5, I thought you'd be like an IHOP 7. Ooh, no. Yeah, you know, you're saying the IHOP is better than Waffle House. Sir, there is nothing better than the Waffle House, and it's not a house. Well, it's a saying. home. So it's a Waffle if, Home. If Doesn't that make you hotter at IHOP, Blake? Right. No, uh, no, no, no. Like, I, no, you need to. Like, I said, I'm a Waffle House Five. I'm an IHOP Three. Okay, I'm going to represent your foreign <laughs> listeners here and say, actually, this makes no sense whatsoever. I have never I been to. Waffle House. You've never been to a Waffle House. I do not even know what the car pass is. It uh, is a that's where we're, the car. we're switching oh, the recording. Joe, get the car started. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're actually going to do a live stream now. Yeah, okay. yeah we're going. We're going. Literally, take us to a Waffle House. We have. Can to we wait till one a.m. or so? I have a field recorder in my backpack. We could like make this happen. Right now. If it's on say. the way to the airport, I mean, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Smothered, covered, chunk, threat intelligence. Let's yeah. go, boys. Scattered Let's go with one a.m. when it's intel. prime time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'd be a good name for a late night podcast. Indeed. You want to start that up, Joe? Scattered, smothered, covered. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to monitor the threat landscape, so imagine the well, threat landscape in what I understand a Waffle House to be at 1 a.m. could be uh, quite interesting. It, oh, it's yes. not boring, I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you've, I know, Joe, you've been working on a lot of stuff uh, in with our Ukraine partners, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a, a big story that we have coming out uh, here soon, mm-hmm. and by the time this podcast launches, it, it should already be live. We have yeah. the whole story laid out in detail. Needless to say, like this is something that is like both a technological and humanitarian story that you should definitely want to read, uh, and just like doing cool things with what's available and, and, and you know. Necessity is the mother of invention, True. as the saying goes. Uh, so using the things we have available to help protect people, help keep the power on in a war zone, um, I would definitely check it out. Go to the blog right now. Uh, pause the podcast. What he's working on is f***ing cool. Yeah. ridiculous. No doubt about pretty awesome. So, so like, and this is this is why I, I've been in Talos eight years. This is the longest I've ever been in any, any one job, cybersecurity being what it is, right? Oh, yeah. and, and I got to tell you, man, like, I can't think of any other place on earth I could do something like what I've done with this team that I built to go help Ukraine out. Like, it's unique. It's yeah. just it's just incredibly unique because we we we're we're a, a hard fighting bunch of cybersecurity nerds. Yeah, but we got big hearts, and we in a fourteen fifty <laughs> budget that helps tremendously. Yeah. Actually, uh, Bill, yeah, how many books did you read this year? Uh, 70 so far. 70 books this year. Yeah. Nerd. How many years have you been at Talos? Uh, I've been at Talos, I guess, like nine or something. I don't know. Whatever it is. Long time. I've been 23 at at Cisco. Wow. So 23-8. Martin, how long have you been here? Well, I did take a sabbatical, shall we say? So uh, 10 odd years. Wait, wait, wait. 10 odd years. When did you take that sabbatical? What were you doing? Uh, well, no, that was before that sabbatical. Uh, That was, uh, no, I got, uh, yeah. I, I I got seduced to um, to go and spend a year in Belfast. Looks okay. fun, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the the stars aligned, and um, as if by magic, I found myself back here again. Yeah, it is like the mafia; you cannot leave. Yeah. Amongst the books that Bill has read this year has been um, the that top was, seller on going, cyber cyber threat intelligence. I mean, it's hot of yeah. the press. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would have written a book like that. Wow, strange you should say that. I mean, can't you tell by the pipe and the uh, and the patches <laughs> on my jacket? Yeah, no, I I I wrote a book. I like to say I I wrote the book. I am the guy who wrote the book on cyber threat intelligence. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that came out in March this year. That was two years in the making. Uh, they can find it anywhere that they can get books, uh, strangely enough, in that online marketplace named after a river. You can find it there. You can even get it in proper bookshops. And the dark uh, web. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I heard yeah. No, no. I I have been have you I, I have been hunting down the the pirated copies and uh getting my uh, my publisher to uh, it's Cyber Threat Intelligence Cyber by Martin Lee, published by Wiley. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's like that's like a real publisher and everything. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for stopping by. I think John is here and has do you have we have another group out there? And actually, I mean, who the hell is gonna top these boys? So we we your headline acts. Everyone else is now. Matt said he is bringing uh, keeps recording equipment set up, bringing crew after meeting. So I guess crew. I guess we're gonna have the. So we are not, in fact, the headline. Oh no, there's no one. So we'll be back in just a minute. Uh, Matt is gonna come back with a few other folks for us, and we'll close up after those interviews. And then uh, Hazel is telling us to wrap it up. So we're gonna go ahead and do that here in just a second, and we'll be right back with one. Final round of Talos Speed Dating. Enjoy these commercials where we're going to sell socks and mattresses. Uh, NordVPN is actually who Oh, NordVPN? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and tell us who you are and what your role here is. And, uh, you know, something in your time at Talos is like jumped out about your job, about the industry, about uh, what you do here and kind of, you know, how it's changing that time. So we'll start over here with you. All right. Um, I'm Nicolette Verbeck. I am the... Um, a manager of a software engineering team that uh, supports all of our public-facing websites as well as some internal tools that um, Talos depends on to um, do their work. And all those back-end systems and other integrations that have to come in. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, so, like, in, in the time you've been here, I mean, you've been here for... Uh, seven. Seven years. Uh, there's a lot of the seven years going around. Like Really? That was a big year for hiring. It was. It really was. But like, so seven years, and you know, there's not a lot of people come and go. I mean, a lot of people stick around here for a Absolutely. Year, right? Yeah. Uh, but in that time, in your seven years, like, what's what's been your, like, the big things you've seen change? Like, whether it's in Talos or in the industry in general. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, what you mentioned there is not a lot of people leave. And, um, you know, I think that has been extremely consistent. Like, you know, people staying here because we like the culture and we like the mission and just, you know, teams growing and working together more. Like as far as the changing bits for me personally, um, you know, my team has started sort of reaching out and working with more teams within Talos and sort of, you know, consolidating, um, you know, uh, helping out sort of every team's purpose. Like, you know, for example, I started recently working with Brad's team uh, and that was, you know, sort of a new venture for us. But I think we're, you know, putting together a really great um, piece of software for for IR customers. Um, so, you know, it's just been really fun um, having that partnership with, you know, the variety of teams in Talos. So yeah. it's been great. Oh, and speaking of Brad and IR, we we also have Brad here with us. Why don't you say hi and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Uh, Brad Garnett, the director for the Talos Incident Response Team. The, the boss of IR, and you've been you've been here for a while as well, over seven years. Hey, Brad, what did you do for a living before that? Uh, <laughs> cut, cut. That's TLP Red. We don't want to talk about. It. Now so, I want to know. So, Brad, you run our, our our IR team, and this is a function that um has become fully part of Talos, like coming to Talos uh, from like kind of putting together these other resources around Cisco. And we we now have that as part of Talos Incident Response. Uh, and that is a, a group that, let's see, we brought that in what, four, five years ago? F- uh, four years ago, yeah. And months. Months. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, in the time that you've been there uh, on that team, now running that team uh, as, as the director, like what have you seen uh, kind of, you know, change or or stay the same like over that period of time that, that this stood out to you like how's that uh, as much as somebody else told me they hate this word how's that journey been yeah goodness uh no i mean like you know the mission hasn't changed um i think we'll, i think one of the biggest things that i've seen change recently is like our customers are letting us tell their story a lot more that's not something that we used to see three or four years ago, you know, I mean, everyone, our customers wanted to keep their name out of the news because they had a breach, right? I mean, we like to say our mission is to help our customers prepare for their worst career day. 
but then be there when they have their worst career day. So the, I will say, I feel like that's been a seismic shift. I know we've done a lot more across different teams within Talos to kind of let our customers give them a platform to tell their story a lot more. So I have seen that. You know, I was speaking with a customer a couple months ago, um, speaking with a VP at a customer for a, an offsite working with our Cisco partners and one of our customers were on site. He came up to me afterwards and said, you know, our CEO is like wants us to l let us tell that story of how we worked with you all and you guys supported us doing a ransomware attack. So like that's probably one of the biggest changes I've seen, you know, adversaries, you know, adversaries are always going to kind of innovate, right? At the end of the day, but you know, our customers being a lot more vocal and moving a lot faster, right? The security landscape threats are always changing, but, you know, our customers are, you know, uh, also moving and, you know, being a little bit more vocal, as I would say. That would probably be the big change that I've seen. That is a big change. I mean, there were times in the not too distant past where, you know, the, yeah. no, I, nobody can ever know about this. Like, we're, we have to do this breach a certain way. We have to notify right. this or like... But I think now we have we have perhaps come to a point in the industry where, um, you know, we've always said it's not if it's when you know mm -hmm. you're breached or when you are attacked, and it 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 does kind of feel like people that that sunk in a little bit. Like yeah, okay, this isn't like a thing that we did anything wrong because it happened, but the 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 real story is in how we respond. Right, and I think that yeah, and the hourglass we'll see with some recent uh, like regulation. And legislation, like I think that hourglass is moving a lot faster. So, like from a Talos, from an IR and Intel perspective, like we have to get to that answer. You know, we want to be right. Like that's always been ingrained in our DNA, yeah. right? Like we don't want to necessarily do we. Yes, sure, it would be great to be first, but we want to be right. First we want to be, right, be consistent. Be first, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think we want. You know, that hourglass is also moving. I feel like a lot faster, especially when we're doing you know breach response, right? Mm -hmm. When customers have an incident. Yeah, no. But thank you guys. I appreciate you stopping by. And we're going to have one more group coming up here momentarily. And then we're going to wrap this episode up. But thank you, Nicolette and Brad, for stopping by. And we will uh, chat with you guys both probably sometime soon. Brad, you've been on the podcast before. And Nicolette, like you mentioned, we have some cool things coming up on talisintelligence.com yes, that yes. we should probably discuss on the podcast when they come to pass. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Come on, buddy. Love it. Come over here, Stan. All right. So <laughs> we have we have one more group that we want to talk to today before we we end our uh, what has effectually been called Talos speed dating by most of the people that we've been talking to. Uh, we have four more folks that we would be remiss. Well, really, three people we'd be, be remiss to not talk to. Matt is also here, and there's Matt. <laughs> uh, but we have uh, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. So we'll just go around the room in order here and tell us who you are. Uh, what you do at Talos, and but importantly, how long you've been here. Uh, this has been an interesting thing that's that's kind of come up uh, over the course of these chats. So we'll start right here with you, Lucy. Hey, Lucy Lagermas here. I lead the Talos Development and Engineering work, and I've been here since 2004. So 21 years? Is that, yeah, uh, I'd say 18 and a half. What's up with your math, Mitch? <laughs> well, service anniversary officially February of 2005. So, okay. so it is 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Yeah. And then you've already been here, but since you're staying right there. Oh, Matt, yes. Just, yeah, doing, I'm Matt Only. I'm the director of threat intelligence interdiction here at Talos. And I've been working for the same boss for 19 years. Is that right? That'd be right. But, yeah. And there's, so 19 years, and then your Cisco time is, well, since the acquisition. Yeah, since, since SourceFire got acquired. But yeah, Matt Wachinski. Your SourceFire time counts. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. totally does. Totally does. Matt Wachinski's been my boss for 19 years. Fantastic. And who's this uh, big Wonka man standing next to you? No, I mean, I'm Christopher Marshall, and uh, I'm the head of detection and response. And uh, Matthew invited me to join him on this life journey uh, 14 years ago. And we have been friends for over 30 years. That's the crazy part. <laughs> and they haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> I mean, well, they're standing right now. in front of me. You're alive right now. You may have gotten close. There's marks, yes. And so go ahead, Amy. Uh, Amy Henderson. I am the director of strategic planning and comms and Mitch's boss. 
and the coolest person in this room. So she's <laughs> responsible for the quality of this album. Oh, wait, wait, it's like 10 more months till bonus. Um, so I have been with Cisco since 2015, and I joined Talos in 2019. Uh, I think I came to the office for like three months or four months, and then never saw you for like three years. It was great. <laughs> there are. It was awesome. There are people that join an organization and immediately become the kind of person like you can't imagine the organization being without Lucy. Lucy, obviously, when she came on, when when we kind of combined what was the motivated research team and then the engineering org from my report and kind of built that new new thing under Talos, but also Amy coming on set a definition of what it was to be part of Talos and like it would not be the same place yeah it feels like we've been her. here the entire time yeah it yeah. super <laughs> does Talos was formed in 2014 yeah right for me so yeah. there are 60 years of organizational knowledge right settle down man. <laughs> 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 but I mean we, Mitch's math skills I mean we've I used Set to. I, I resorted to using the calculator to make sure that <laughs> to get to sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I only have ten fingers. Uh, so in, in in the time that you guys have spent, like uh, in this organization, its various forms and fashions, and all the the things that have come together to make what is now Talos, um, I, I've gotten some interesting responses from from the rest of our, our coworkers who have answered this question. But what is what is jumps out at you is like this is a thing that has changed uh or this is a thing that has not changed that surprised me uh but w w what is that what is that impression of, of the time you've been here uh growing these teams growing this organization into something that's completely different than it was even five or six years ago uh what what jumps out to you guys the most as leaders of this organization i want to say something that hasn't changed long time ago more than 10 years ago um there was a gentleman that was having an issue with his bank and he was not able to uh, make the rent for his family in a given week. And he came into uh, the leadership meeting we were have and let us know that he was having some problems and he might not be around and to, to support everybody in the team in the way that he wanted. And Matt Wachinski opened his checkbook right then and there and wrote him a check to cover everything he needed and said, you take care of your family. And to me, that set the standard of the same way that we treat our people today. The entire time I've been here, that outlook has not changed. And I stand incredibly proud of that. Yeah, the one of the things I was actually thinking about last night, uh, sitting with Lorraine, I was such a shitty human being in my 20s. Like, like there's like just, I have completely different view of the world now. And a lot of that comes from working for Lorraine at the beginning when, when I came on board and, and some, some other key people in the past, but just being taught that you can manage people with, with compassion and grace and just how to embrace what is different about everybody. Uh, and and has had just the opportunity to work with people like Lorraine or Amy, you know, or some of the, the other folks in, in Talos, just life-changing and life-defining in terms of how I teach my children, how I treat my wife. I would, uh, I would kind of echo that. I know you talked started this on what changed, but um, I think... Behind you on Matt's desk is the the quote from me before I joined Cisco Talos uh, when I was in uh, our CX organization and Matt and I were working on uh, our Talos IR team and kind of bringing them closer together and into the Talos organization and we got to a point where the things just weren't aligning, right? There was there were requirements that we all agreed on and we just couldn't kind of get to the finish line and. And, you know, uh, Matt Wachinski and other folks, they decided to take a step back and they're like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to Paul, we're not going to go forward with this. And that <coughs> to me just showed that um, the people here 
are in it for the right reasons. They want the right outcomes. They're doing it for the good that it will be, and they're not going to take a le- like a suboptimal outcome from things. And so I remember, I, if you, Mitch, you just took a picture of it. I don't know if I remember it word for word, but it was. <laughs> I wanted to say, I know things are still up in the air and everything, but it's actually refreshing to work with a team that doesn't settle for the BS and demands a higher level result. Yeah, it was, uh, I would say that that is, that's what drew me here. The, uh, that is the reputation of this organization and has been for years. Um, and it bleeds into everything this team does, whether it's the way we take care of our people, the way we talk to each other, and the way that we think about our customers as well. Like everything leads with protecting our customers. And I think that's just, um, that has always been there. And that is the tone at the top. Yeah, that bar that you just talked about that we have from the very beginning when I started in Talos, I didn't think anyone else, any other group had it until joining this team and seeing that just actually the bar gets higher and we expect that out of others. That That's what's changed, but we're pushing for the right thing, pushing for, and we have the same mission around protecting our customers and that comes at every level. And I think anyone that comes in sees that. Um, the other thing that I think resonates with me that everyone has said here is this, this is a, this is a family I never thought I was gonna have. And to have that in the workplace is um, just, I come to every day knowing I'm safe here and at home. So I think I will say the one thing that has changed, and I haven't been around, but like the stories previously, (laughs) (laughs) like uh, tasers had a certain voltage, (laughs) rockets and rockets on roofs. They don't happen anymore. I think we all got older and maybe more. That is true. There's a mischief box. Yeah. Yeah. I first got one. I became part of Talos and uh, definitely didn't use it the way it should have been used. The, uh, I would say the, the darts are now foam. Yeah. Swords have been banned in the office. These are not hard. Yeah. We're all sitting here playing with. We have a greater understanding of permanent damage. (laughs) That. So the, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that's been interesting to me, like we didn't even, here's the thing. Like we did not even set out to like do the show that we did today, today. Like we, we thought it'd be a fun little bit to like just talk to some people and make some jokes and, and hacks. We didn't really like officially plan a full podcast today. We're like, everybody's here. Let's just do the thing while we're all here. Uh, to the person almost, I asked every single person what they love the most that has changed or what, yeah, I think that has changed over their time here. And to the person, every single person has not mentioned what's changed. They mention what stay the same. And it's about their coworkers. It's about the mission. And it's about feeling great about what they do every day and feeling that they can be themselves in a place where they work. I did not prompt a single one of those. And that was every, like, we'll go back through this and listen to it again while we edit. But I'm pretty sure that was almost every single damn person uh, mentioned that. And that's kind of like, I've been here for a minute. And I've seen that, but like to see that every other person is different as all these folks are that like the place that they all meet in the middle is just like, I love the people I work with and I love the mission and I love that everybody is so brilliant and like into such different stuff, like so different. And we can still all meet here and I wouldn't trade a single one up is like what I kept getting over and over and over again. I mean, I had, I had a, a recruiter reach out to me uh, from a competitor looking for someone to head up the the threat intelligence group for that competitor and in in looking at it they had called me early in the morning and i had kind of set it aside and i said well let me let me think i'll get back to you let me think about it uh and through the day i was especially cognizant of talking to amy uh talking to jj of our one-on-one session that happened to be that day um i like could not conceive of doing the things that we try to do that are legitimately both important and hard and frustrating and and sometimes scary and dude just yeah no i like i i've honestly like 
I've like looked at the top of your file cabinet here a couple times while I'm talking to people because I feel like if I keep looking at folks, I might start crying. Like there's like easily. Yeah, it's it's been that kind of it's been that I, I I didn't even mean to make this damn podcast. That was my <laughs> fault. But um, so in the in in given that you guys are all and Lorene has has actually walked into the into the into the recording studio now as well. She's back with us. Uh, but I mean, all of you guys, in in the time that you guys have been leaders in this organization or risen to the place of like a director or a senior leader in this organization, uh, what would be the thing that you would? You know, we've all talked about the things we'll do. We do the same. What we wouldn't trade uh, for folks who are building their career right now, uh, whether it's in a, a technical discipline, whether it's in a, a business focused di- discipline. Uh, what's what's the one thing that you would Tell them now. I mean, it's gonna be easy to be like, dude, just be awesome. But like, it's like yeah. keep being awesome. But like, what's a, a one thing that you would tell them now? Like, what what would be the thing they should be looking for? They should be looking to build into their team. You're talking about rising leaders or like yeah, rising leaders uh, or current leaders that suck. One of the two. Yeah. Well, the thing that made me kind of think, like, obviously, we all talked about the team here and everything, and and to kind of continue that trend, I would be like, find your tribe, like this is our tribe and we've built this tribe and mo- some of you guys have done it very deliberately and I, some of us have fallen into it, but like our tribe may not be the same thing that's going to work for somebody else. Right. Um, the same thing that's going to motivate them or the same thing that's going to, uh, going to get them excited to be there at the end of the day. And you know, work is going to be work, but having those people that surround you that you want to be surrounded with, um, that is something that, you continue to work, I think, very important to work for. So just find your tribe, right? Yeah. yeah and when you, finding your tribe involves building those relationships first. I mean, they're going to, folks are going to follow you, do do what you want them to do, do what our, our group wants to do. Um, so I would uh, just encourage folks to invest, reach out, get to know your people, <laughs> have them get to know who you are in turn. And because uh, then you humanize the relationship and, you know, everyone wants to get it done together. And that's important, too, to build those relationships, especially now when yeah. you think about working in, in a virtual environment. Yeah. Right. Not all of us are in offices all the time. We uh, we have like 60 some odd people here this week, which has been fantastic for all of us. Um, but yeah, you did. That's not like that every day anymore. So you do. You have to be deliberate about it. Yep. You have to invest the time. Yeah. And then we just challenge yourself to learn how to communicate. It is easy to take for granted that you can talk to somebody every single day, but talking to somebody may not be the best way that they receive information from you. So you need to blend your skill sets from email or instant chat channels or talking to somebody over phone or over telepresence, learn how to talk to everybody in your network. Learn how to check their understanding so that you can ensure clarity. It is important that you do that as you build the relationships so that those relationships are meaningful. I can't just walk up to Lucy and grunt, right? Most of the time she'll just laugh or she'll swing at me, but it doesn't communicate anything. But if we spend time together, having an experience together, we're both better for it. When we talk things out, we're both better for it. And then our teams are better for it. And then the lessons that we learn in how to communicate, we impart upon our staff, our junior leaders. Learning how to communicate is just as important as doing it. I'd say, one, there's no excuse for not leading with compassion. Like, like if, if your boss is a dick, that doesn't mean you get to be a dick to your people. They, they, in some real ways, like, live and die through the experience they have with you. And if, if you do not feel moved to protect the people that you depend on to be successful, I have no understanding of what kind of person you are. Hmm. And then the other thing that I'd say is there is, there is no perfect employee. Every one of your employees is different in terms of their capabilities and their weaknesses. And you have to be very cognizant of both of those things and you have to pick and choose how you position your people so that they are successful because their strengths are there but you also have to take time to reinforce their weaknesses and challenge them on that 
and, and you have to point out, hey, you're falling down here. And because I'm having this conversation with you does not mean I'm disappointed in you, does not mean I think less of you, but you need to be better here. And there's a way to do that that builds people up. Um, and there's a way to do that that breaks people down. And there's only one right way to do it. That was a good call. Uh, I want to thank you guys, uh, the four of you, for, for coming and kind of closing this off with us. I think that was fantastic for a fantastic way to anchor an accidental podcast. Um, but uh, so I do want to uh, give you, Matt, a chance to to do our usual parting thoughts, closing shots. Okay, we don't get all parting shots? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do, because you're my boss, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want a parting shot. I know. Like, all right, we all should get parting shots. We're all doing parting shots. That one's going to hurt. <laughs> uh, my parting shot is if you are part of Talos and you're listening to this, I love you and I'm so happy to work with you. Well, nice. now I don't want a parting shot. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a parting shot at just Mitch. One of the things I am disappointed in that has gone down in standards over the year is your skills at fantasy football, son. I knew that was coming. <laughs> and you know you're what? just terrible. You, you're terrible. You're going to make a playoff trade offer that I am going to intentionally just go give Jamar Chase to whoever is playing you. You're, you're not a good example for the listeners. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I knew this was coming to me. I don't really have a parting you shot, asked but it, for it. I know, Literally. I know, and I didn't. Literally. I was, and then I had to like rack my brain. I'm like, what is my parting shot? What is my parting shot? Um, I will give a, a shout out to my cleaner um, because, you know, because we have, we have a lot of people here. My focus has been here this week. I've been out of town. Uh, shout out to my husband who's taking care of the kids, doing everything. Um, but I, our cleaner came over, and I was kind of leaving the house. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's a mess. She's like, eh. Un poco disaster. I was like, yeah. So uh, she's awesome. She's amazing. I came home. Everything was great. And I was like, this is amazing. So, but she, that was a good parting shot to me as I was leaving the house. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, parting shot, parting shot. Well, Matt's words resonate with me in terms of telling this team that I love you. I can't think of any place I'd want to be. And so, so thank you for allowing me to be a part of this family. Mm, thank you. I will, uh, Lorraine, we have Lorraine standing up. Let's get your parting shot or whatever the hell you want to do. You've been absent most, you've been in meetings all day today. Yeah. I want to say that while I was sitting there and you were asking everybody questions, the answers that popped into my head are the exact answers that everybody else here gave. I want to, I want to expand on the one that Matt gave talking to the managers at Talos. On my team, my team members can't fail. I can fail. I can fail to have recognized they were struggling. I can fail to have supported them in the ways they needed to be supported. I can fail in tasking them, and I can fail in making them feel comfortable enough to communicate with me when they need help. But you work for the people under you, and you work for them exclusively. And the stuff you do for the people above you is important, but you work for the people that work for you, period. Yeah, that, those are that's a, that's a great way of looking at that. Uh, and so, I, with that, let's let's go ahead and actually wrap this podcast up. That is, oh Hazel, almost Thank you, two Hazel. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hazel. But I want to thank everybody who joined us today, uh, and. This has been the most amazing accidental podcast uh, of all time. And until next time, stay safe, stay secure, and we will catch you on the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>